Hey guys, before we get into this episode, I just wanted to let you guys know that we were up really late covering this and you may hear some noises you don't normally hear in our episodes just because we were dealing with some mom stuff. Um, And as a reminder, this isn't a like a timeline of events type of episode. We're just discussing our thoughts and our feelings about this case in particular. Um, So if you're here to get all the facts, definitely head on over to our Evelyn Boswell Facebook group, which is Evelyn Boswell Disappearance and Case Discussion by Crime Connect, which you could find on our Crime Connect Facebook page. All right, enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Crystal and I'm with Nikki and you're catching up with Crime Connect. And Nikki, today we have an insane case. Are you excited oh to talk God. about this? Oh my God, I don't even know where to begin with this one. I'm sort of excited or I'm happy that we didn't do it yesterday or the day before. Um, just because this interview today was... I don't even know what to think of it, honestly. It's just... Um, if you guys have been stuck in a box somewhere and not paying attention to any news, we're going to discuss the Evelyn Boswell case out of Tennessee. And I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure I have an idea of kind of like what happened to this little girl, but I also have a lot of doubts, which is kind of Mm -hmm. weird for me. There's a lot of red herrings in this case and a lot of things that have just been thrown out. And um, I think if you listen as we go, um, it's going to sound very familiar to some people (laughs) because I know it's all over the internet that this is another Casey Anthony. Yes. Yes. Um, So let's discuss who Evelyn is. Evelyn is 15 months, maybe 16 months now. Um, At least she's supposed to be. Um, On February 18th, the Sullivan County sheriffs in Tennessee put out a missing child alert for Evelyn Boswell saying that she had not been seen in two months. And It was a very suspicious missing child alert because it said, if I remember correctly, it said that she hadn't been seen by certain family Mm -hmm. members in two months and that both mom and dad were a part of the investigation. So I know everybody kind of jumped on that and was like, why is it worded that way? And everybody was just, I mean, it's bad enough when you have a, baby who's missing for two months and it's just now being reported um but the way it was worded kind of piqued everybody's interest Mm -hmm. i think caused a lot of speculation the a lot yeah which is so funny to me just because sometimes the smallest things that police give us can like start a wildfire you know it's really interesting um that the way they phrase things or talk about things can really um, cause us all to freak out sometimes. So the very next day, February 19th, 
they issued an Amber Alert. And their explanation for this Amber Alert was that they believed that the child was going to be in imminent danger of physical harm or death. So they were able to put the Amber Alert out. And that night, there were a lot of rumors about a car being involved. Um, and I think the next day, there were a lot of rumors about a car being involved. And it wasn't until the 21st when TBI put out a bolo, basically, publicly, because it had already sort of been out in the law enforcement bubble. But publicly, they finally announced that they were looking for individuals connected to Evelyn who were believed to be traveling in a gray 2007 BMW. And they, in a little interview, they were asked if they thought that um, the people in the car had Evelyn. And they said no, that they just thought they needed to talk to these people to rule it out. And this whole time, so now we're, we're talking to several days now, the internet just kind of blew up in rumors and speculation. So we kind of had um, information already that the people in the car were Evelyn's grandmother, her mom's mom, and the grandmother's boyfriend. So going back to that first initial report, where they said mm-hmm. she hadn't been seen by certain family members. Looking back at that now, knowing what we know and don't know, what do you think they meant by that? Do you have any idea or, or do you have any certain feelings about that? Um, immediately, my immediate uh, thought on that was that she hadn't been seen by um I'm trying to remember exactly what we were told I immediately got the Casey Anthony vibe when I read that and I don't remember if it was something else I read at the that exact time but I immediately thought that um it was either a grandparent or the dad mm-hmm hadn't seen the baby right um and for whatever reason i was immediately suspicious of of mom without having any information to go on it was just i guess the way it was said made me feel like other people were Mm -hmm. involved and not just mom and dad and made me feel like other people had reported it Mm -hmm. i don't know right just reading into what how it was phrased right and see with the first you know they had that message that went out um from somebody who was talking to ethan the bio dad and he Mm -hmm. said that he hadn't seen her in months and that it seemed like he really didn't have a relationship with her he's in the military so i didn't really feel like it was really referring to him or that he really had anything to do with reporting her missing. And mm-hmm. initially, I wasn't sure what that meant by certain family members, but it it obviously meant that mom was not the one who reported her missing. 
Um, yeah. And so now looking yeah. back at it, it, you know, you're thinking, okay, well, it was her dad that reported it. Yes. So he was. Yeah, because now we know thanks to an interview right. he did. So now looking back, um, he was the certain family member because she mm-hmm. was claiming she had the baby the whole time or making up stories mm. every time somebody would ask the baby was at a different place. And mm-hmm. now she's saying that, you know, obviously when they interviewed her or, or talked to her after her dad filed the report, she told them that her mom had had the baby. So mm-hmm. like at the time, all of that was kept under, you know, under lock and key. We didn't know any of that, but now there's, um, there's a, there was a lot of questioning why they didn't just come out and say who reported right. it. And I really do think it's because dad, according to him, um, this would be Evelyn's grandfather called DCS in Tennessee, which is their child protection agency. You know, each state has different initials. So he called DCS and they contacted Sullivan County to get involved. And a DCF or DCS has the um, policy not to name people who report mm-hmm. to them. And, and police won't do their best to honor that. And I think if they had said reported by the grandfather or hasn't been seen by the grandfather, then it would have let that out. And I think they were trying to keep it from, because even if you know who called, they won't confirm it. You know what I mean? And so I, I think now that we know that that's kind of the, the order it happens, I think that's the reasoning for the wording well, and I'm working. sure they have a policy that they have to follow too. You know, in a situation like that, they probably can't just run straight mm-hmm. to the police. They probably reached out to her first and and said, you know, mm-hmm. we're we're doing a check. Um, we've gotten a report about the baby. You know, where is she? And you know, maybe she just dodged them enough that they decided to get the police involved. I am super curious how it all yeah. happens with the grandfather and um, Evelyn's mom's name is is Megan, but she goes by Maggie. So we're, we're going to call her Maggie. I have a really hard time with that, um, too. I'm super. Sometimes I call her <laughs> Megan and sometimes I call her Maggie. So, I mean, obviously we have the picture now that the grandfather was trying to figure out when or where Evelyn was. He last saw her on Thanksgiving and he didn't see her again. I'm assuming, you know, he didn't see her over Christmas. He started to get suspicious, whatever, because we don't really know the specifics of when he started to get suspicious. Um, But I'm super curious on how long he was suspicious and how many stories Maggie told him before eventually he called police. So, did you hear that she had been living on his property? I looked her up and I do know that her address was his address, but that's all I know about that. I had heard that she was living in 
like in a trailer on his land. So that kind of, if that's true, makes me really curious too, as far as how she went two months without him seeing the baby. Because then he would see all the time, like, where is Evelyn? Why is she never here? Coming and going and, um, you know, it's easy for him to just pop in on her and say, Hey, where's the baby? Just wanted to see the baby. So then that also brings up the family dynamic, you know, how close was she with her dad? Um, you know, were, were they close enough that he would just drop by or, you know, was she gone all the time? Maybe because she was dating this new guy. Um, you know, maybe she just wasn't there. Who knows? Right, because one of the um, things we initially heard from friends was that she was seeing this new guy, Hunter, and for the last two months, in their words, has just been living it up like a teenager. So we don't really have specifics on what she's been doing the last two months. But again, it's another kind of parallel with Casey Anthony, who, as (laughs) we all know, partied it up after her kid died in whichever manner she died that nobody will ever know but so finishing up the timeline they put out this bolo for the car um it did not take them very long to find it at all they found it in wilkes Mm -hmm. county Yep. Is that correct? Okay. So they found it in Wilkes County. I think it was that night or that late afternoon, the same day they put it out publicly. So February 21st, they found mom slash grandma with her boyfriend in Wilkes County. He has connections to that county in North Carolina. They arrested them on charges of stolen property and later added um, charges of being a fugitive out of state. And today, Angela, the grandmother of Evelyn, waived her extradition hearing, and she told the judge she just wants to get back to um, Sullivan County to get all of this resolved, which will be super interesting because now Maggie is really laying it on thick that this is all her mom's mm-hmm. doing. And she has told her dad, we know, that mom has her because in his interview, he said that he called his ex-wife, Angela, and told her that if Evelyn doesn't come home, he will call the police. And uh, Angela told him that he's going to regret that if he doesn't, which can be interpreted right, so many a very ways. Cryptic thing to right? say. Yes, I know. I wish they would have asked him more about how that conversation went. Because if I was a reporter, I'd be like, "Well, what do you? Did she expand on that? Did she mean that?" She was going to do something like, did she give you any further insight into what that meant? Because I can interpret it in at least two different ways. And yeah. And so I know most people were saying that um, she was threatening to do something if he called the police, whether it be disappear or whatever. 
And I initially interpreted it as he was going to regret it getting the police involved because it's not going to be good yeah. for anybody. It's not going to be good for his own daughter. It's not going to be good for her. Everybody's going down if he calls the police. That's how initially I took him. Yeah. See, I don't know how I took it initially, but that's the way that it makes the most sense to me now is that, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to regret it because you're going to find out a lot of things that you just don't want to know. And you're, you know, you're going to mm-hmm. wish you hadn't gotten up in this business. Which I feel like that's how like a mother would, would respond if she's trying to protect her daughter. Yeah. But then it also shows you that she knew something was going on. Oh, absolutely. Angela for sure knows what happened. Maybe she doesn't know specifics, but I am convinced that both Maggie and Angela know that something Mm -hmm. happened, that this is not, this baby is not being passed around from, you know, family to family being hidden. Um, she's not staying with somebody that they know. I feel like they both know what happened. Right. She has no reason to hide the baby. I don't know how involved either of them are. Right. And that's the thing. Like, nobody has explained that either. Because even tonight, and we'll get to it, Maggie did an interview again saying that her mom took the baby. But there's been no reason given for this. Well, I know she said that her she said that her mom was watching her because she had to work. But I mean, my my parents watch my son while I work, and then I go and pick him up after work. Um, right. So I I don't really understand what that means as far as how she ended up letting her stay for two months. It just—it's not making any sense to me, and she really hasn't explained it other than, well, you know, I thought I could trust her, and she ran off with the baby. But it's been there have been so many so, versions of her story that it's just—it's so crazy. So many. So we have to go into the the different scenarios and possibilities now because. We can't, I wish we could have a, a podcast just of just facts, but we really don't have very many facts. The timeline so is really all you got. We're going to, yeah. Even and that, we don't, we don't know that that's been verified. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. Do you watch um, Teen yes. Mom? Do you watch the Teen Mom, Young and Pregnant? I've seen some of them, but I don't watch, like, regularly. So, this is one of my guilty pleasures. Mm-hmm. Um, on Teen Mom, Young and Pregnant, on season two, there's a new family. And there's this girl, Rachel. And she's having a baby. But her sister already had a baby, and I don't remember her sister's name. But... The sister basically leaves her baby with their mother all the time. And the mother takes care of it while the sister goes and and parties. And in the family, everybody's Mm -hmm. on drugs. Mom has a drug history. Both the girls are into drugs. It's it's a very um, sketchy lifestyle. But I kind of get the feeling that maybe 
Evelyn did this with her mom too, you know? Right. Her mom had a child, a young child. And so maybe Evelyn, being a very young mother, wants to leave her kid at her mom's and kind of disappear for a while. Mm -hmm. It's possible. And maybe something happens with Evelyn while she was in her mom's care. Now, I would really like to see phone calls and text messages between them in the last Mm -hmm. two months, you know? And this is what police are going to be looking for, for sure. Were they texting about this situation? Were they texting about Evelyn missing? Was Maggie um, asking to see the baby? Maggie, right. Absolutely. Because if she wasn't, that's a big red flag. And um, we also know we could we could tell you guys. The police have already said that Maggie has been really inconsistent. They can't even take the last date that she was seen, which was supposedly December 26, as fact anymore because Maggie just keeps telling them all sorts of different things that, and nothing ever pans out. So officially for Sullivan County, their their last seen date is December 11th, and Evelyn was seen by a babysitter at that time. Um, if Angela did something, do we think Maggie knows what happened, like specifically? I would say yes. What do you think? I'm having a hard time believing she doesn't know. Um, I feel like even somebody who wasn't, you know, sold on being a mother and all that, and left her kid with her own mother for a little bit, and something happened, I feel like you would still be more torn up than Maggie Mm -hmm. is or appears to be in her interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, I still think you would be frantic to have answers. I I think you would be very angry at your own mother. It's easier for me to believe that a mother is protecting her daughter because the daughter did something, then it is for me to believe that Maggie's protecting her right. mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like she has to know if that's what happened. Yeah, I just I feel like her lack of concern is really what bothers me. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just like no yeah, urgency. She just really seems to not care. And two whole months have gone by since you've seen your baby. Her baby is just mm-hmm. a few months older than my son. And I just can't imagine going a couple of days without seeing him, much less two months. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if her mother hurt her, then I don't see any reason at all why she would not have gone to the authorities. Like, I I can't see anything that would stop me from. (laughs) He said, I'm here. I'm ready to guest host. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I don't see anything that would stop me 
from reporting it. I mean, she said, so she said that her mom had the baby and she was scared to say something because she was afraid she would disappear. That just doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about Mm -hmm. that. If you've got custody of the baby, you call the police, you get your kid back. Yeah. There's a, there's a difference between like not seeing your kid for a couple of days. Like mm-hmm. sometimes Ava will go to Virginia with her dad mm-hmm. and I stay home and, and that can actually be nice sometimes. I know when I take Ava to the park um, and I, I talked about this last week in phase case, sometimes I can't see her at the park. It's a very big park and there's, um, lots of stuff to climb and hide in and whatnot. Those 10, 20, 30 seconds that I can't see her and I don't know exactly where she is, the panic inside me is unmanageable. Like I hate it. I I can't stand it. So I can't imagine going two months with that kind of panic. You know, I need to know where my kid is. Right. And I think at the at, after two months of dealing with that, I would be a mess. And she doesn't seem like she's a mess no. at all. And I, I mean, I even, you know, like you were talking about letting your daughter go off, you know, for a weekend. And I can totally mm-hmm. see that. But at the same time, your daughter's older. Um, you know, I mean, she's yeah. not 12 months, 13 months. Now, some parents share custody and, you know, in those situations, there are times that the baby does have to be gone for a weekend, but, you know, being gone for a weekend in two months are, are two completely different things. So different. And the way she's trying to make it sound, um, like she just has no idea where she is and she's so scared of her mother. Why would you continue to... (laughs) why would you continue to to put yourself in that situation or to keep yourself in that situation absolutely my sister um was going through a really bad divorce and her ex-husband didn't return their kid for um after his visitation he had like a weekend and he wouldn't give her back and she was three at the time and we had to actually go through the courts and it, it took two and a half months to get her back because the court kept delaying and rescheduling appointments mm-hmm. and stuff. And I could tell like my sister was a mess during that. So yeah, my sister knew where her daughter was, but just the not being able to get her back part, right. you know, and, and not being able to, you know, make sure she's okay and give her hugs and kisses and talk to her and and tuck her in. I mean, those things as a mom, you know, you just can't live without. And I just, yeah, I just can't deal with the lack of panic and urgency. Especially now that this has all come into the public eye and now she's Mm -hmm. all over Facebook posting I love my baby so much. Mm. I need her. Please help me find her. She's mm-hmm. my world. And, 
you know, she's posting all of these pictures, but okay, a month ago, you didn't care at all. No. So it's just like a complete 180 and I mean, a total front and it, it just, it makes it completely unbelievable. I think it's really telling too that as soon as the story hit the news, her friends were on Facebook saying that this was a weird situation and they felt something had been weird for a while and that they didn't necessarily believe what she was telling them. And I feel like for your friends to come out to say that, like right out the gate, then I think there's a lot of issues that people have had with her that make them suspicious of her and her ability to tell the truth. So there's another theory going around now because somebody, I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday, um, mentioned that Maggie and her family may be what they call gypsies. Now, first, before we get into this conversation, um, there's a little bit of controversy around the word. And I know that some communities find the word offensive. And I know that some communities don't find it offensive. And some lady in our group, <laughs> when it was being discussed, found it offensive that you found it offensive. You know, So I generally don't use the word. Um, I say traveler. Just because if I, I never want to offend anybody intentionally. Um, but for the sake of this conversation, Maggie um, did say that they were gypsies. So, so disclaimer. The word will be yeah, used here. Disclaimer. We're not trying to offend disclaimer, anyone. I, I don't mean to be offensive. I just don't want to. Put words in our mouth. You know, somebody may be offensive that I call her a traveler because they don't want to be associated with her. So I don't know. I will use traveler because that's what I normally use. But just FYI, if the word comes up, it's because it's from Maggie's mouth. Okay. The end. So um, the idea started floating around that Maggie and her family were some sort of traveler. I don't know if it's been confirmed if they were uh, Romani or Irish travelers. I do know that the Boswell name um, is associated with um, Irish, but I don't know either way. So there, I don't know a lot about these communities. A hundred percent, the truth. Most of my knowledge comes from those stupid shows on TV, mm-hmm. you know, my big fat gypsy wedding and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know, but there are some people in our group that are a little more knowledgeable about it who have said that, yes, they don't like law enforcement, which I do remember from those mm-hmm. shows. And that I know somebody said that somebody they know had left one of their children with a woman in their community and just kind of walked away for seven years. Um, so the, the theory being floated is that they've hidden 
Evelyn within the community and for some reason are are keeping her away. So here's my here's my thing about the the whole gypsy thing that that she just said in her interview today. That hasn't has that been confirmed by anybody else besides her? No, but somebody did find a post on Angela's page about being proud of the the lifestyle or heritage. I'm not sure because I didn't see the post, but I have heard it referenced. So Because I just find it interesting that she comes out and says this after all after it's it, right? been mentioned yeah. as a theory on Facebook. And and we know that yeah. she's on Facebook because I mean, we've got several screenshots of things that she's been saying publicly about this investigation, all of which contradict each other. But, I mean, you know, she's reading this stuff and and I just, it seems awful convenient to me that that's now what she's saying is happening when it was just brought up. Yeah. It's very convenient for her because it is something that can technically be believable, you know? Um, it does make me pause and have some hope that that's the case. But when I try and work it into like reality, mm -hmm. I can't make it fit into anything. I can't understand why. And I can't figure out if, okay, it's one thing mm -hmm. to hide um a child from like a birth father or something and this is all going on within the community it's another thing when the child has an amber alert and the fbi is involved will they continue to hide that child and for what you know why what was the reason it just doesn't make sense there and even in mm -hmm. her interview today, and I'm going to play um, some clips of the interview here so we can right. talk about it. But um, in the interview today, she doesn't even give a reason for any of this still. Right. Like, what is the reason? Because you have all of these stories, and they're all, they're all very mysterious, you know, and, and your mom's threatening you. But one, why would she take her? Why would she hide her? Why would she threaten you? How did she threaten you? Why did you care enough about her threats, you know, that you didn't go get your kid? I have so many questions. So I have questions, too, about it because she, like you said, she is so mysterious about things. And she'll say, my mom threatened me, but I don't want to get into it right now. Why not? Right. Like, right. this is the time. For you to tell it all like what are you hide? why would you be hiding and covering anything up for anybody your number one concern should be your little girl that should be your end game like you want to find your kid you need your kid why would you be trying to protect anybody else why are you hiding things that somebody else has said or done what what is the purpose of that how is that going to help you get your child back
get into the last time you saw her. Tell me what that time was like and when that was. Well, actually, I want to talk about that. I've told TBI where to find her in Mendota. My mom took her to a campground and a silver camper, and if they don't go tonight, I'm going to go find her myself. Because I've told them, and they're not really, like, taking it seriously, and if they don't go tonight, like, I will go myself and go get her. Tell me about the last time, though, that you saw Evelyn. Tell me what you guys did and when that was. We went to go out to eat, and then my mom came and got her. She was wearing a little hot pink tracksuit with the matching bow, little matching shoes. And was this December 20, like right after Christmas? A little bit before Christmas. My mom, like you can ask her, is a very vindictive, manipulating person. And yes. she basically like threatened me the whole time that she was gone. Do you know who has Evelyn right now? It. She dropped her off somewhere in Mendota at a silver camper. But my mom would always say the person, not like people, plural. So there is a person that has her in Mendota. They're not taking me seriously, TBI isn't, because I've not fully told them. I've been like, hey, like my mom camped out at Mendota, you want to go check them out, but I've never been like specifically, hey, she's not your silver camper, because my mom did threaten me, like, you know, if I told anybody. I'm not going to get into that, but she did. So your mom has had Evelyn the whole time? Or the whole time? Or the person that is in Mendota has had her the whole time. Tell me. Why, or why do you let your mom take care of her? Did she, did she take her from you that night? And Well, she was just supposed to babysit her. Because I was going to work. And then, when did you know that something was wrong? Well, whenever, like, she picked me up Wednesday. And I told her, like, hey, they're doing a press release about the ambulance thing. And then she freaked out, and that's why they couldn't find her. Like, nobody talked to her for days until they arrested her. She was kind of poof, gone. But she kept trying to take me to Mendota, and I kept asking. I was like, are you taking me to Evelyn? And she would never tell me yes or no. And I was like, well, if you're not, I'm just calling my police station. Come and get me like I'm not playing these games with you. And so tell me, the day that you dropped her off with your mom to let her babysit, was there anything off about your mom that day? Did you have any suspicions? you know, suspicion that she was going to take your child? No. Well, I called her, and she was just like, oh, she's safe, like, you know, that kind of thing. And then she started threatening me, which, like I said, I'm not getting into, like, everything she threatened me with, you know, because I'm just not, but... Obviously, now that you, you believe you know who has her, what do you have to say to them? To just bring her back. I just want her back. That's all I want. I've been so long without her, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, why don't you want to miss it earlier because my mom threatened me, and I just want her back. That's all I can think about so much, I just want her back. Talk to me about when you had the indication that she was missing and something was seriously wrong. Just when she left and took off and just to answer her phone. Talk to me about why your dad made that support. Because he was talking to my mom the night before, and he was like, oh, well, if she doesn't come home, I'm going to call. And she was going on, well, you're going to regret this. Like, I'm going to have to leave and never be able to come back. You will regret this. Was there a reason that, um, you know, that you didn't make the call and it was your dad? Because mom kept threatening me if I made the call. So you said that you've had some issues with your mom in the past. Was there a reason you decided to let her babysit her that night? I know that you, know, you said that you had... Well, she's my mom. I wanted to trust her. Sheriff Cassidy told the media on Friday, I was there, that you were giving conflicting statements. Because I wouldn't necessarily... I was trying to protect my mom, maybe in hopes, oh, well, she'd just tell them where Evelyn was, but obviously she's not going to. So now you're coming out and you're saying this is the honest truth, that you know where she is. I know, I know she has to be in a campground in Mendota with somebody. 
and mom told me that they had a silver camper, and that's all she would tell me. Are you cooperating as much as you can with TBI and the Fulton County Sheriff's Department? I am. But just tell me, you know, how so are you, um, you know, constantly on the phone with them, talking you know, about the tips, anything like that? Yeah, and I've looked into stuff online myself, like, you know, people are, like, circulating pictures around me, like, oh, this is Evelyn, you know what I'm saying, and, like, that kind of thing, but no. And, like, Saturday, nobody would answer me, and I blew all their phones up. Um, so, and every chance they've let me be up there, I have been up there. And, um, Wednesday will be a week since the Amber Alert went out. Tell me what you were thinking right now. I just don't know if the person who has her is, like, maybe scared that they're going to get in trouble. But they won't. They just bring her back. What are you thinking about her current status right now? Do you think she is okay? Do you think she's being taken care of? And what is your message to authorities right now? To the TBI, Sullivan County, and all of the sheriff's departments and any authority that's working on this case? Just that if they don't take it seriously, what I just said, I will go find her myself. They've told me before they'll arrest me for tampering with evidence, and I told them on my phone, I was like, I don't care if you arrest me for tampering with evidence, if you go up there, I'm going to deny it. Do you have a message to the public? Don't stop until she's bad. I don't, they stop, they need to stop reporting, like, psychics, for one, like, come on. You know what I'm saying? Because that just wastes the TBI's time when they could be actually trying to find my daughter. Instead, people are like, oh, well, this lady did tarot card reading, like, you know what I mean? I feel like that just takes away from the time of, like, them actually searching for my daughter. I'm just happy that people are coming together to try to find her. Because the main important thing right now is the baby. I'm just happy that people are trying to find her. Have you been in contact with your father? Yeah. He's actually trying to get leave approved right now to come up here and try to, you know, help find her. What is her relationship like with him? She's only been around him a couple times because he was in the Army. And what is your relationship like with him? Do you keep in contact with him? Well, yeah, we have a kid together. <laughs> you know what I mean? When, did you notify him when you knew something was wrong? Mm -hmm. Why do you have multiple social media profiles? Is one that we've been getting. Because I break phones a lot and I forget the password. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm really bad about remembering passwords. Now I have them all set to one, but you know, up until that point, I just, you know, I just couldn't remember the password to them. So I'll just make a new one when I got a new phone. Tell me why you wanted to come out today and speak with us. Just to talk about Evelyn, you know, if TBI doesn't go find her or not, I'm hell bent on going myself. And that's the truth, one way or another. This is a really big case, and a lot of people have a lot of questions surrounding this. Is there any other message that you want to send to anyone? Well, if you don't have tips, for, for sure, because over 370-some tips have been called in, and they've just not pinned out. Like, I appreciate people trying to help, but, like, also that's wasting, like, TBI's time, because they have to check out every single lead that's called in. You know, obviously it's been a long time since you've seen her. Are you worried about that? about reuniting with her? No, because I love her. I know she loves me. And do you think she's been taken care of well in the time that you've missed with her? I hope she has been. Tell me what the first things you want to do. I'm just going to hug her and not let her go. Wow. <laughs> like, they'll have to pry her from my arms. <laughs> Literally, because I'm just not going to let her go. <laughs> Probably going to say very sharp to her. <laughs> and just hug her and not let her go.
my favorite thing is the first time she kissed me, Lord, I cried for over a week because she would pull my hair and I would just let her do it, you know, because I love her. Like, I didn't want to make her cry or be upset in any way. And she would pull chunks of my hair out. And she was in her walker one night and, like, she dropped her sippy cup and I bent down to pick it up. I thought, oh, she's going to pull my hair. She pulled my face close to her and she kissed my cheek and I just, like, cried about it for every week. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm the first person that she's kissed. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, little stuff like that. I love her to death and I would hate to have missed out on anything. Especially because of my mom. And, um, obviously, you know, you've ta- you told me you talked to your mom a couple of times throughout this. And each time, did she give you any update on Evelyn? She just told me that she was safe. So when was the last time you talked to your mom? Like, physically, just the two of you on the phone, or? Wednesday, the 19th. Can you tell me any details about that conversation? I mean, she was just going off on me and wanting to go to Mendota. And I kept telling her, I was like, if Evelyn's in Mendota, just take take me to her. I will take her up there. We can just end this right now. Like, let's make this simple. Just give me my child back right now before this gets blown out of proportion. And she would never be like, oh, yeah, I'm taking you. She'd just be like, you don't need to talk to them. I don't want you going up there and, like, stuff like that. And I was like, okay, well, if you're not going to take me to her, pull over and I will have, like, somebody on Selma County's end come get me to go up there and talk to them. What is your biggest fear right now? I have a lot of them. <laughs> Just that I don't know that maybe they won't find her tonight or, you know, maybe they don't find her tomorrow. Maybe it's weeks from now before they find her. You know, the people aren't going to be like, oh, well, like, I'm not giving her back because I've kept her for two months. This is my child now. Well, still, I'm just worried that they're going to be angry about that. You know what I mean? Right. She just needs to come home. Exactly. She's been away from her mom for long enough. I know there are a ton of social media rumors, so if there's anything that you want to set straight that I'm not aware of, I, I will. You, this is Gypsies are not a cult. <laughs> They've been asking people if there's like a gypsy ringleader, and like, I mean, like, we're not like ringleaders. We're not like out here kidnapping babies or anything like that. So, would you describe your family as a gypsy family? Well, yeah. And like, my dad's very proud of that. You know, but he's just mad about all the rumors going around, like, trashing them because, like, we're not a cult, you know what I mean? And now that your mom is back here, um, and or getting ready to be back here in Sullivan County, what do you hope comes out of that? Obviously, she and her women w- believes her boyfriend was arrested. Well, I doubt she's going to tell the truth, but hopefully she does, for Evelyn's sake. Not even for my her sake at this point. Just if she hears this, I hope you tell the truth for her sake. Like, that is your grandbaby. It's went on long enough. One of the things in the interview tonight was that Maggie was saying that she's told TBI that Evelyn was at a campground in Mendota, Tennessee. No, Mendota, Virginia. Mm -hmm. And that's where her mom had her in a silver camper. And if they don't go tonight to find her, that she was going to go herself. And that they weren't taking her seriously. And part of the reason they weren't taking her seriously was because she admits she wasn't telling them the information. She was just saying, yeah, she's in Mendota, but without telling her or telling them where. But that now she wants them to take it seriously. And if they don't do it tonight, she's going to go herself. Uh, How's she going to get there? (laughs) That's an issue. I will say that, you know, Virginia, they were, they were caught in North Carolina. So, I mean, Virginia mm-hmm. is north, of course, of, of North Carolina. So 
I mean, we don't know for certain that they weren't headed that way. You know, they could have been headed right. there and stopped in um, Wilkes County where he had family or, or whatever the connections were. And there's a discussion going on in the group right now. Um, and we do have somebody who says that her own mother was a gypsy and they traveled all over the U.S. And she was saying that they do have campgrounds all over that aren't necessarily listed as public campgrounds. Mm -hmm. They're private for the traveling community themselves, protected by themselves, that sort of thing. So there may be like some secret campground in Mendota. But of course, after this interview airs and the, the news puts it out, the police come out and say they checked it. There was nothing there. Right. Once again, saying that she's a complete liar. Yeah. Because that's what they've said the whole time, that she's lying about everything. Her stories are conflicting. Um, they're not able to confirm anything that she's saying. Casey Anthony 2.0. Yes. Now, you and I were talking about this, and, and since you bring up Casey Anthony we deal with a lot of narcissists following these cases in the Gannon case. We know we're dealing with a narcissist. Um, Casey Anthony, I believe was a narcissist completely. Mm -hmm. I don't think Maggie's a narcissist. No. At all. I think she's young. I think she's probably really uneducated. And I, and you and I were talking before we started recording. I think she's a pathological liar or a compulsive liar. I think she has probably grown up lying about a lot of stuff mm -hmm. and covering yeah. things with more lies. And she thinks that she's she's quick and she can make up a story and, and people will believe her. Probably because they have over little things. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we're dealing with some sort of narcissistic mastermind here. No. And this is going to eventually all fall apart for her. Yeah. I agree. So. I'm reading in the group. Mm -hmm. And. Um. Somebody says the TV reporter said that Maggie agreed to do the interview and wanted to meet her at the cemetery where a friend of hers was buried. Mm, like that's not weird. And then, yeah, somebody else commented and said, "Do y'all remember the lady she tagged in her status about the interview, Christy?" Oh Pell. yeah, that was her well, friend that, that died. It's where Christy's daughter is buried. She was Maggie's best friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's also weird, but she took her dead friend's mom with her to do an interview about her missing child at a cemetery. Yeah. She's playing off Christy's grief, too. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, I remember um, when that woman started kind of speaking up in her defense and we were like who is that and then it was found out that she was the mother of her friend that died so yeah that's really creepy yeah so let's talk about hunter oh yes 
So according to, <laughs> according to Maggie, they were like super serious, um, moving in together, building a house. But according to Hunter, they dated a couple times in December and that was it. Super casual, never met the baby, knew about her, but never met her. Um, and didn't feel, well, how was it? How did he phrase that? He didn't feel the need to look into their custody arrangement or anything because right. he really wasn't that serious about her. And then even now, um, and I, I posted some screenshots where she's saying that Hunter was lying about it because he, his family was getting death threats and it was impacting his business. So he needed to distance himself from the whole situation. Um, and basically that everything he said was a lie. It's weird. Right. And then you have the car. And one, one of her Facebook profiles uses his last right. name. So she, instead of Maggie Boswell, she has um, Maggie Wood. And she's Facebook friends with his dad. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, he dated this girl a couple times. I mean, is she just that crazy? Like, does she just latch on My to people that way? My sister does that. My sister does that. She attaches to people and she she changes her last name on Facebook <laughs> to their last name. Um, my sister is extremely, I mean, she's been through a lot now, but she has been known to be extremely immature and clingy. Um, but she, these are real relationships that my sister's in and, and she doesn't do it like behind anybody's back. They can all see, you know, that she's changed her name. So Hunter could see that Maggie's changed her name. And so can his dad. Facebook, you know. Right. So it's not being done in a vacuum. I have to imagine that that there's some truth to both sides, I think. Right. You know. Well, then you've got the car situation um, where that the car that her mom and boyfriend were found driving belong to Hunter's mom. And Mm -hmm. I had seen somewhere that Hunter actually bought the car for her mom. But then it was also said that Maggie was buying the car for her mom. Yeah, I've seen so many different things about that car. And it's so confusing because it's like, why is Maggie buying her mom a car when she doesn't even have a car? And she, her mom... She's afraid her mom's going to run off with the baby, so let's buy her a car. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. No. There's a lot of... Um, I, I can't get a, a real feel for Hunter. I know there's a lot of... Um, Stuff out there about he's dangerous. He has a criminal record. Um, her friends say that the word around town is that he's dangerous and not to hang out with him and stuff like that. I don't know. 
I don't know either way, yes or no. But um, if he's involved, he's doing a really good job of staying out of it. Right. So did you um, listen to the full interview tonight? What now? Oh, did, did you listen, listen to the interview that aired tonight? Yes. Yeah, that like the whole thing? Yes. It's very interesting. There's a lot of things that, that piqued my interest. Um, number one, no tears. Right. There was one tear, and she really had to squeeze that one out. Well, she um, smile a lot. Smiled so much at the oddest time. It was like she was trying to be cute for the camera. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really looked like she had a hard time looking anybody in the face or the eyes. I, I can't tell because I don't know where everybody was, but she looked down a lot. It yes. was like she didn't want to face people. Yes, I noticed um, that too. Her eyes were moving a yeah. lot. She didn't but really hold one any one things, spot for very long. Mm-hmm. One of the things I... <laughs> I picked up on a lot was that she said she didn't come out straight and say that she was with her mom, but the wording she used makes me believe she was um, with her mom. She said that she was telling her mom to take her to Evelyn and her mom. I want to make sure I say this right her mom said, oh, yeah, I'm I'm taking you. She would just be like, you don't need to talk to them. I don't want you going up there and, like, stuff like that. And I was like, okay, well, if you're not going to take me to her, pull over, and I will have, like, somebody on Sullivan County's end come and get me to go up there. So when she says pull over, they're in a car together at that point. And this is part of the thing that doesn't make sense. Your mom puts you in a car knowing you want to go see her, but then says you can't go see her and you shouldn't be around those people. What is going on? I need more information. I need to know an explanation for this. If you're going to want people to believe that, that your mom took your baby and left her with somebody. Mind you, grandma is sitting in a jail cell right now. So she's comfortable. Like, Maggie wants us to believe that grandma's comfortable sitting in a jail cell while who knows who has the baby and could go anywhere. Right. Is it some kind of scared straight program where it's like, okay, you know, you're partying too much, so I'm going to hide your kid. Right. And at what point is the jig up and, and you say, no, I, I actually have your baby. Like, do you really think to scare you, she's going to get the FBI involved? Even, like, I know a lot of people are floating the theory around that maybe Angela sold Evelyn. Um, maybe it was an illegal adoption type thing. But I still feel like when I'm trying to realistically fit that into the picture, what is Angela okay with everybody believing that her daughter killed Evelyn? 
instead of just saying no, yes, I, I gave her to these people. So it doesn't make too much sense. I think in the end, we're going to find somebody did something to Evelyn. It was an accident or on purpose. But I, I really do think Evelyn is probably not coming home alive. And both these women know what happened to at least some degree, but they both know. One of them probably knows more than the other. But they both know. Right. I personally think that it was an accident. I could see it. I could definitely see drugs being involved. I just, yeah. It's sad. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, I mean, that's what I think. My my personal opinion, just based on everything that we've seen, Um. And, and I could be wrong. It could be a situation where, you know, um, she just decided that she didn't want to be a mom anymore. She wanted to be a kid and, you know, party. Mm-hmm. And so she intentionally did something to the baby or she gave her to somebody or, you know, left her somewhere. Ah! Um, but... I just, I tend to go with, there was an accident and she covered it up with her mom's help. Although I feel like that's going to start going downhill now that she's blaming her mom for everything. I feel like that little jig is going to come to a halt now that she's trying to pin everything on her mom. I feel like now, you know, people are going to turn on each other and um, the truth will finally come out. I don't know how long that's going to take, but I do feel like that will, that's going to happen. I don't feel like this is going to be one that goes cold. At least I hope not. I do think uh, this is one of those cases where everybody's going to end up in jail, you know? There's going to be multiple people involved. But I I kind of have the feeling that it's going to be like um, that. What's that? The little boy, Joe Clyde. Mm-hmm. Where they don't find her, you know. Who, ironically, was from Tennessee as well. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean... I know everybody's talking about Casey Anthony, but that's another one that you could definitely pull ideas from. Okay. Right. Well, and and Amaya. If Angela and Maggie stick together and and continue this weird, he said, she said, or she said, she said, um, with the police, it'll definitely make it harder for them to figure out exactly what happened. Yeah. But also maybe... The withdrawals will start to sink in for Angela and she'll want out of jail pretty soon now. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine her staying locked up um, to cover for her daughter while she's out just living her life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And blaming her. <laughs> right. So. 
Oh. I mean, there is such a thing as a mother's love, but I don't think she loves her that much. Yeah, and when you get drugs involved like that, like, I feel like the mother's love kind of goes out the window because the drugs mess with you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm not definitely not like using that to judge anybody, but I know from experience that when people are on drugs, their empathy is not where it would be normally. So you can't expect somebody who is actively using to react and protect people in the way that you and I would as sober people, you know? Right. Well, and they also, they, they tend to lack the, the common sense, you know, they, they spend all of their money. They spend their, the money that they would spend on rent and groceries and they, they don't see, um, they don't see the price that they're paying at the time. You know, they, they just, it's all about getting that fix. Yeah. And I assume there's also the issue with Angela. She's also her boyfriend's in jail too. So now she's, she's got to think about her boyfriend, her drugs, her daughter, her granddaughter, you know, like, It'll be really interesting if she gets out on bail or something and she speaks to the media. I, yeah. I would be super interested to see where she is in all this and, and what role she's actively playing right now. Right. Because, like, is she telling the police that she took Evelyn and, yeah, she left her with somebody in a campsite? Or is she saying to police, I don't know what she's saying. I never did any of that. I never told her I did any of that. You know, it would be really interesting if she was saying that she left Evelyn with somebody in a campsite that they've checked and she's not there. Yeah. I mean, this thing could, honestly, it could drag on. If if she keeps playing that part and just um, agreeing with everything that's being said, this could go on for a while, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. But I I do think coming back to the um, phone and text messages that that's going to be key for police right now. And that would be something that um, Maggie, if she, I mean, she probably used Facebook a lot with her mom, so she could easily screenshot some messages to prove that she was asking her mom, you know, where Evelyn was all this time. That would probably, that would be the first thing I did if I was ever in that situation. Let's say if I was Maggie and I actually did leave my child with my mom and now my child is missing and people thought I killed my daughter, I would be like, nope. Here's this message and this message and this message and this message. You know what I mean? Yeah. CYA. Yeah, absolutely. But all we have are these stories, so. More I to guess come. That's what really makes me doubt any of it. I'm sure we'll be doing another podcast in a few days. Oh, absolutely. This one's moving really fast. Not in the sense that we have information, but 
it's, uh, it's just changing. It's it very fluid. Yeah. It does remind me a lot, of, like, Casey Anthony, because in the beginning we knew that um, Kaylee was missing, and then we heard about the babysitter, and then then we got pictures of her in the store, and, and we started getting the timeline of what she was doing. So next up, if we're following that pattern, is we, we should start getting information about what Maggie has been doing the last two months. And I did just see a picture of her at some get together with a bunch of people. And it looked like she had a beer in front of her, yeah. which is interesting because supposedly she's pregnant. So, right. Well, and, and I was going to mention that. Um, and of course, you know, they say that having one, um, mm-hmm. isn't really dangerous. So, you know, right. I'm trying not to judge based on that because you don't really know what she was doing or, you know, if she was drinking heavily, what the situation right. was. Um, but another interesting thing about that was that in that screenshot, it was a picture that Hunter's mother had posted, or well, I don't know that she'd posted it, but she commented on it that that was a fun night. So again, that goes back to, okay, this is a girl that he casually dated yet took her to some kind of social event where they were hanging out with his mom Mm -hmm. and she's commenting on Facebook. Hey, that was a fun night. Yeah. His mom definitely seems to be pretty close with her in some way. Right. It would be interesting if, if she has seen Evelyn before. Well, I think um, with Hunter saying that he hasn't, mom will probably say the same thing. Yeah. And it would be up to Maggie or the police to prove otherwise. Well, it's just a big mess. And I think we've talked about most of it at least. Um, By the time everybody hears this, Evelyn will have officially been missing as a missing person for a week. So tomorrow is the uh, one week when it was uh, publicly announced that she was missing. Mm. So definitely looking forward to this week to maybe another press conference. Um, I'm wanting to hear more and more from the Sullivan County because they don't seem shy about calling out, Maggie and her lies. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm interested to see what else they want to share with us and uh, a break from, you know, the Colorado secrecy. Yeah. And see how Tennessee tells us some information. So I think it'll be interesting. Definitely. Oh, I did want to mention that I think the reward now is up to $59,000. Oh. Yeah. The sheriff, I'm going to call him a sheriff, but I I did not check to see if that's correct. But the Sullivan County, I believe, sheriff, um, was it $10,000 that he put up? One. $1,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then that got the ball rolling into uh, different companies and stuff like that. Offering money. And so now it's $59,000. Um, 
for her safe return or information that leads to her safe return. Um, and I mean, it also says a lot to me that her dad put up 10 and her brother put up 10. Yeah, I heard that. Although that can go both ways too. I I always try to look at things like all around and if you knew she wasn't coming home safe, then it's very easy to be like, well, yeah, I will give $10,000 to, you know what I mean? Is the reward for her coming home safe or is the reward for like leading up to an arrest? For her safe return. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, if you know she's not, then it's not really a gamble. Yeah. Hmm. We will see. Um, not much new in the, the Gannon case. We are still following that in his group. Um, if you're not in that group, I don't want to get into it, but you could join our Gannon group for um, an Easter egg and how Casey Anthony ties into that case because it's funny. But other than that, I think that's it for tonight. We need to go to bed, all of us. Yeah. Sorry about the <laughs> the toddler in the background. It's okay. He's cute. He's got a really good uh, voice for the, the podcast. Hey, this is real life. We are real people. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, we will keep you all updated, and I will have links wherever this is um, posted on how you can get to our groups and stuff. You could always look up Crime Connect on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, and then the Groups tab is all of our open groups. And then you could also look up the Facebook group, Crime Connect The Vault, and that's like our general group, and you could start from there. And we will... See you next time when we have some new information. Yep. Look forward to catching up again. All right. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this please join our Crime Connect Facebook page. From there, you could join our main group, The Vault. And we have so many different case-specific groups. They're all listed on the Crime Connect page. I would love for you to join us and follow us. See you there.